Hello and welcome. This is Couples Counseling for Parents, a show about couple relationships, how they work, why they don't, and what you can do to fix what's broken. Here are our parents, our dad, Dr. Stephen Mitchell, and our mom, Ann Mitchell. Hello, and thanks for joining us today on Couples Counseling for Parents. I'm Dr. Stephen Mitchell. I'm Erin Mitchell. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how parenting can activate places of real and deep fear for both partners and how in that fear, it's easy for both partners to try to bury, ignore, avoid, or control their feelings of fear. Yeah. And and so we hear about this very scenario taking place um, quite often in the couples that we talk to, the couples we interact with um, on social media. And so kind of in an effort to... Well, I think realistically, I'm thinking about what you're saying. I think... <laughs> I'm thinking about what you're saying and why disagree. it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think just maybe more clearly, or um, I think that we have the opportunity and the privilege to interact with thousands of parenting couples, yes, ourselves included, our friends, our family. And I don't think we know of a parenting couple that isn't interacting with this um, in some form or fashion. This dynamic of fear... That, yes, that, that fear does get stirred. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's think about it practically. So, what, um, what, what might be maybe a typical scenario um, that we might run into in uh, the couples that we talk to uh, about this? So, I'll try to like paint a picture. It's not the the full picture, but it, it at least will give us a jumping off place. Um, so, let let's say um, Tucker and Sam are new parents. And they recently had a daughter, Gwen, uh, through a surrogate, and they're so excited about being parents. And at the same time, they both are aware of a low-grade sense of dread mixed in with their excitement. Now, Tucker had a great relationship with his parents, and he feels like he has some good examples of how to be a parent. Yet, he also still feels overwhelmed by all the parenting information out there. He doesn't know if he and Sam are quote-unquote doing it right. He feels pressure to provide the best attachment experience for Gwen since their, their birth process was non-traditional, and so on and so on. He just feels scared some days um, that he might fail Gwen, uh, or maybe even Sam, in the parenting uh, process. Um, you know, Now, Sam has a little bit different experience. He, he didn't have the best example of how to be a parent. Um, his dad was gone a lot. His mom was preoccupied with her career. And so Sam's experience was a little more, as, as a kid, was a little lonely and isolating. And so as he thinks about parenting Gwen, he doesn't feel like he has a roadmap to follow. Um, he wakes up, you know, most days for some reason, just feeling a little anxious and he's trying, he tries to manage that anxiety by, um, kind of obsessing about every decision, uh, he and Tucker make, uh, related to Gwen. And, and he just feels this sort of everyday stress about being a parent. Um, and he doesn't like it, but he doesn't really know what else to do. Uh, and, and then add to that Tucker and Sam, just as a couple feel a little disconnected. Uh, they love each other. They want to support each other, uh, but they both seem to be distracted. Uh, they both seem to be um, overwhelmed, and you know they don't really know how to support one another. Um, and neither of them have really specifically expressed their feelings to one another. They haven't had time. They haven't known what to say. They don't want to scare their partner. Um, and in some ways, they just really don't know what's going on. So I think. Um this case study of Tucker and Sam 
is obviously not um, any one couple we're talking about. So there's uh, yes, a compilation of, of, course. of many couples. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I think there are some aspects to them that are in a little bit of every couple we do get to interact sure. with, our, again, ourselves included. I think the parts that really stand out for me is that um, – like I think about like, so when we get to talk to couples, you know, we sort of talk about like we're sitting on this side and we're looking in. But if you if you think about it, like Sam and Tucker are both having intense experiences now as parents. Yeah. And then they come in and say like, we don't really know, but we're just feeling a little bit more disconnected as a couple. I think I just want to say, well, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They're, of, you're, go ahead. Sorry. Of course. You know, I think one of the things that um, a lot of couples feel is that these feelings uh, of being uh, afraid, um, uh, the fear that c- kind of gets stirred with with the big change that comes with parenting is is somehow wrong, or somehow like they there's something wrong with their relationship, or they're, or they're doing something wrong. And I think in my mind, I'm like, well, parenting is a massive change; it's a massive transition, and it is entirely natural to have some fear and some worry about the uncertainty of a change. So I think what's interesting about what you just did right there is I think, because I know you, I know your story, <laughs> I know our couple dynamic, you just um, sort of put a little finger on the pulse of your fear um, about entering fatherhood, like a big change. Sure, a big, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, an adjustment, not knowing the right step. You you know, you. I've always said you're a, what is it, a, what's the PhD thing? The Perseverance and high drive. Perseverance and high drive. Like that is you. You always have been. And then enter parenthood for us. And it wasn't really different. Like you wanted to. To do it. To do it right. To to maybe not repeat some past. You know, I might be more of the Sam uh, in the example there of of not wanting to repeat maybe past uh, mistakes. Well, so if we were to put the finger on the pulse of your fear, what how would that be in contrast? Um, right. Like my- that's just not my fear at all. I mm-hmm. think um, I have some Sam and Tucker both in my story. But uh, I think for me, some of the primary fears, because it isn't like there's one, right? Like it's not like just like the one thing. It, exactly. But there are primary things. And I think um, I was not anxious to become a, a mom. Um, I was anxious. We've, we've talked about this before. I, our first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. I definitely worried we wouldn't get to um, have, have kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, I longed to hear them. I mean, that was always sort of my goal. Like, I just want to hear them. I want, I want to make it to the point where I get to hear them. Um, right. But I think becoming a mom wasn't like, I'm not going to know what to do. I, I, yeah, I had equipped. a lot of confidence. You felt I did. Yes. I had a ways. very close right. relationship with my own mom. I, I felt like I, I just will know what to do. She knew what to do. I liked it. I'm going to do that. It's great. Right. Let's right. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what happened for me, big fears of something's going to happen. Um, I will end up losing. Something's going to happen to one of the kids or, yes, or to us or, um, yeah, I think for me, it's sort of like I was opened to more love. Which means now there's an opportunity yeah. for more loss. Yeah. Well, and so I wonder if you can even hear in this, right? Obviously, Aaron and I are partners, but we, our fears were different, but we had fears nonetheless. Absolutely. And I think for, for many couples, that's the case. They, they, who knows? Who, who knows what um, the parenting context will elicit in terms of 
uh, fears and worries and concerns. I think that's the other part I loved about how you were talking about Sam and Tucker, because it is so common where they say, like, do you know what's going on? Like, no, we don't really know what's happening. Right, we just right. sort of have this feeling of disconnection. Um, and, you know, it doesn't take many sessions or much self-reflection for it to sort of come out. Like most parents right. don't know because when is their time to know? <laughs> there, That's right. There's yeah. not this natural built-in self-reflection part of the day. Um, so I think that those are two challenges couples face in this in this scenario. First is, that the fears might be different. Absolutely. I think it's And that's probably... always that's always challenging, right? In a in a partnered relationship when you you're having different experiences, like more than anything what you want is for someone to get your experience, understand what's happening and it can be tough to connect with the difference that's present. I think the second tr- uh issue or problem that that couples get into is sometimes they just don't know. Well, they just feel stressed or anxious. I think a, a unique part to the parenting partner is time. How yeah. how would I yeah, know? How exactly. and, and then if I do know, if I did have the capacity for the 35 seconds, I mean it doesn't usually take long to get like three layers deeper. Then what am I going to tell them? Right. So maybe over dinner with our toddlers and our, you know, our six-year-old and our newborn baby, then we're going to have the sit-down conversation about, you know, what I was thinking about Ex- today. Exactly. Yeah. And so and so those are two massive challenges. But then the question is like, okay, so you know, um, you, you might be feeling some fears. Uh, you might not know what they are. Um, they might be different than your partners. Why is that a problem? And I think why, at least in our experience, why it seems like it can be a problem for couples is because it, it creates a level of disconnection. Not, and not, it's nothing intentional that, that couples are trying to do, but what happens is couples get a little lost in their own experience or their, their own concerns, and that creates a gap of understanding between them and these feelings of like Tucker and Sam, they're like, I, you know, we don't really know what's wrong, but we just know that, you know, things have changed and I'm feeling this and I'm trying to cope with it and deal with it. And sometimes I'm just, I'm either not aware of it or I am aware of it. And I'm just trying to keep it to myself and, and, and trying to work through it. And all of those scenarios create a dynamic where you as partners feel a little distant. Um, I think about for us, so I'm, I'm can travel back. Our oldest turned 10 this past fall. Um, and so, 10. you know, wow. 10 years ago right now, we, we had our oldest baby. And, um, yeah. I think about like, if we just, the fears we just talked about, I am worried about losing you. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about losing our baby. Um, and you are worried, fearful. I'm just going to say fearful. It's not worried. I was fearful of those things. It wasn't always present, but it is sort of this low thing that is how we operate out of, especially when we don't know that that is what is present. And then there's you who has this fear of doing it right, wanting to be a a different kind of dad, a different kind of partner than you had seen modeled. Um, And how you do that tends to be kind of... Rigid be, yes, and I managing. Can be a, <laughs> I can be um, a little rigid. Like, yeah. no, we can't sit down on the couch and look at the baby and watch him coo because I need to make sure the kitchen's cleaned back up. I want 
you know, we used cloth diapers. We so need, like, to, we keep, need to make sure know, the diapers keep are to in our, the, our the rhythm and the routine. And our, our routine and our, our, not that we had like real strict like timetables, but like, you know, kind of ballpark, like, we, you know, we want to be moving towards you know, this, well, we had you know, no rhythms time, when it came we, to the baby, know. but you had a lot of rhythms when it came to like, um, the house. And, you know, I, I remember asking Steven at one point, like, what's your favorite part of being a dad? He's like getting the diaper bag organized every <laughs> night. I just love seeing it all come back together and seeing like, you know, something wrong made right. Like it's very right, satisfying. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Thanks but- for sharing that. That feels, <laughs> um, it feels good. Uh, really good. I think I just mean like we were activating each other's fears. Um, unknowingly, I'm saying like, can't you just pause and sit, sit and be, and with, be us? with us? Right. Because I'm worried I'm going to be left here. Like, right, don't like I'm going to go be a, away alone parenting or yes. you know, something might like physically happen to, to me, you know, like I might die or, the, or get that's sick. what I was worried about. Yeah, oh yes, or, I was very afraid or I might, I like, can still be very afraid of that. Or I can just be like distracted or withdrawn busy and busy. With, yes, yeah, absolutely. Doing other stuff. Um, and so you were a barrier to me feeling soothed. Right. Your, in because your fear. fear yeah. And then my fear was a barrier to you feeling soothed. Yeah. Cause I'm like, we don't have time just to sit here. Like we need to, we need some structure. We need some, you know, and, and, and it, it you know, I, I listen to that now and I, I even still do that sometimes, but like it, it is a little funny to me because that really has nothing to do with like being a better dad or doing it right. But if you, but if you notice that like that fear that I wouldn't do it right implies that there is a right way to do it and that it's like formulaic and you can figure it out and it's, you do these steps and then you do them in this order and it'll be okay. Um, that, that is like part of how that fear um, could influence how I was acting and, and engaging. Absolutely. And I think that those fears, I don't think it sounds silly. I don't, I guess it's just because I Maybe know it you sounds and your silly story. To me, yeah. I think our, our own fears always sound silly to us. Uh, I think that's sure. part of why we keep them quiet because it doesn't, it, it's, we're, we're afraid of them. We don't want to talk about them. Right. I don't want to acknowledge that I have a pretty active, present fear still. Um, that I'm going to lose y'all. And I do have a history that supports yeah, of that. losing people who are important to you. Absolutely. And, and that being sudden and, and out of the blue. Yes, I've like lost that. both of my parents suddenly and very traumatically. And we've had two pregnancy losses. I have had grandparents. Yeah. It, 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 I just have a history that supports that. It's not silly, but right. I feel like it, it's also no way to live. Um, right. You know, that is that is the work that we're talking about doing. And I so I hear you and it doesn't sound silly. I know that you need those things to be done so you can be present. That is what present looks like to you. You're not going to come and sit and read a book um, to our babies like you like you do. But you're not going to do that with dishes. And but so cake. so even so even in that. So that what you just said was very under understanding, I think. Um, but there is not that understanding on Aaron's part. Unless we as a couple have been able to talk about it, have been able to explore what those fears were and understand it. And I think that, I think, so yes, this is, this is sort of maybe how fear uh, comes uh, into a couple relationship and creates some challenges and barriers. But I think the way, the way through it or, or the way uh, for that not to be the case is for couples to understand how to communicate about those fears with one another so that, you know, I, I, again, what I think what Aaron said, like that comes from a lot of, I mean, that comes (laughs) from a lot of conversations over a lot of years 
where she's able to say like, yeah, but I, you know, I get that you doing that is about this for you. Soothing. Absolutely. And, and I understand her desire for me to come and to sit down on the couch and like spend that time is about that desire to not lose and to just enjoy the moment and to know that uh, I'm present. But again, that that didn't just Happen. magically appear. No, right? and in fact, what, what you are talking about is sort of the third thing that I think is a real barrier for parenting couples, which is our fears activate one another. Right. So I can't, you know, Sam or Tucker, they think like, well, I can't, I can't tell them that. Because they'll they'll either feel like I'm blaming them or saying they should fix it. And I don't want them to fix it, or they'll yeah, feel I just want to be defensive. Heard. Yes, and we'll just go back and forth about that. So I think I think the other side to that is oftentimes when we aren't processing what our fears are about and that they are located in our own self and in our story, they come out as accusations. You are making me, your withdrawal is making me afraid. Sure. When really sure. what it is, is if I am afraid. Just come, if you would just come and sit by me on the couch, I wouldn't feel afraid. Absolutely. It's your fault. It's your fault. And, it, and, and that is a, a big accusation. The part that is confusing, I think, for most couples is that's a little bit true. It, uh, but, sure. But what is truer is I am afraid. I have a whole story that supports I'm going to lose you. I and it's going to be awful and while I have you I want to be close to you and when you withdraw into your high drive and perseverance and you know you can get a little rigid in your own fears it activates that fear and and I am sure. worried. I feel like I've already lost you. Right. Um, right. And and then my my fear being like hey I wake up most days seeing like how can I do this right? Yes. And and my like all of those things are about the desire that like which i don't which i don't think is a a bad desire the desire to like do something well and to to be a good parent to be a good partner um it, maybe the expression of it could be explored and 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 engaged in a different way but but what happens for me is like then Aaron becomes a barrier to me and generating my fear when she's like, hey, just stop and be present. And that that kind of gets gets me in that place for myself where I'm like, look, I am trying to work through my own stress and anxiety here. I think that's exactly right. So I think what you just talked about is the, you know, how to fix what's broken piece, which is if we are not aware of the fears that we have, because again, we have them. Everyone has yeah, them. But yeah. Birthing a new human um, into your family in whatever way you were able to do that, it's a beautiful thing and it activates fear. And and I think you've like, I think this is a profound uh, partner uh, principle and couple principle. And I think that I, I'm a big fan of like, it's great to have parenting advice out there in the universe and to have um, you know, focus on those kinds of things. But I really think that parenting and how you parent is, it is intimately related to you understanding how your story drives the way you think, the way you feel and the things you do. And a lot of times, like I, I think a lot of what we try to do as a, as a couple in our work with couples 
is help couples understand the story behind those fears, behind those ways of thinking, behind those beliefs, behind those actions. Because understanding that is the pathway to being able to choose choose to do something different. That's exactly right. I, I, I mean, that's my... That is the reason we do this hard work, or that is the reason I do this hard work personally, I mean, um, is because that when you don't know, when you are operating out of the unknown fears living within you, you have no choice but to operate from them. Um, and it does yeah, feel yeah, like you're being controlled. You're being controlled by those. Well, you've things lost your ability to choose. Yes, interacting with them, and so it's that difference between response and reaction. And so, what we're talking about is when you don't know that fear, and this is where couples get sideways in this conversation. It comes out as accusation because it feels like something you are doing to right, me, right? Rather than explaining what is happening in my body and how you are activating that. It's it's we are not trying to say your partner isn't touching that place, right. but that place exists. Yeah. That fear is yours. Yes. All, all, all by yourself. Um, it is, it is not a fear generated from your partner because of them. Right. Rather, these fears are, are present and they do get triggered. They do get touched by our, by our interactions. But the, the way to alter those interactions is to know what the fear is and to be able to to describe and talk about what that is. And then the yourself. second piece where couples get sideways there is, so if you are able to do that, you are able yep. to know your own story, you know these places in yourself, and you can communicate it in such a way that you can explain like, this is what is happening for me. And when this goes on between us, when you do this- When you don't come sit by me on the couch. Yes. Um, this is what happens It feels like for me. for me, and this is the place I go to, and this is what happens. But then it is Stephen's job to not go down the- blame and shame and yeah, like, getting stuck in that. And I think that I think a, a really, a really crucial part of that is when Aaron comes and says, look, this isn't about you coming and sitting by me on the couch. This is what you sitting by me on the couch means to me. This is what I, I'm aware of. Like, this is a fear that I have. And when I'm asking you um, to come and, and be near to me, this is the meaning of couch sitting. <laughs> and, and I think. Or eye contact with our baby making, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Or what, whatever, whatever it might be. But because for me, like what that gives me the opportunity to hear what Erin is saying, because she's telling me something about her experience. She's not saying I'm feeling this way because you're not sitting by me on the couch. That's, that's a, that's a totally different. That's a totally different kind of conversation and entry point. Um, sure, because generally how that came out for me, like you said, we've, we've done a lot of work around this, um, is you, you do too much. Like, you're, right. gosh, you're so anxious, or you, you don't even know how to rest. You, could, you couldn't sit if you wanted to. Yeah, like, you care about tasks more than you care about people, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because for me, I think my... the all, any version of that I have said. The the flip side of that for me is is I would look at Aaron and be like, look, if you would just leave me alone and let me do these really important things that all need to be done, I would I would feel better. But but you're keeping me from being able to do what's 
done, like by, by asking me to sit by you on the couch. Or something like, you know, so if I don't do the dishes now, then you're going to be frustrated later right. that I left this for you to do. Yeah, I, right. it's, it's complicated. It and is. It, and again, the, mean, the, the whole, again, the idea is what is the story? What is the meaning behind the fear? And you, and you have to be able as an individual to take some space to reflect on that. And then to be able to communicate it, not as, let me tell you what you're doing wrong, but let me, let me just describe what is happening for me. This is what this means. And then you, you, you're having a different kind of conversation. Right. So the work here that we would do is Sam and Tucker is helping them get to those layers. What is going on? What yeah. is being activated for you? Like, do you yeah. hear that, Sam? Do, when, when Tucker says you that. Know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the story is, you know, we're just hypothetically here, you know, maybe Tucker comes to realize like, you know, Sam, like what I, I, I loved the way I grew up and I just want that so bad for Gwen. That sometimes I wor- I worry like we won't do it like we won't be we won't be able to to make it happen for her and so I get real critical of you or I I kind of um, give you feedback every you know three minutes on how you're parenting or what you're doing and and I realize like it's just because I'm afraid like we won't be able to like replicate such a good thing for her. Or for Sam to be able to say, you know, I felt kind of alone and lonely my whole childhood. I felt like my parents didn't have time for me and I wasn't important to them. And I don't want Gwen to have one moment of wondering if she is important to us. And so I want to give her my complete and undivided attention. And and I get lost in that. I, it makes me anxious. I, I lose myself. I feel like sometimes I lose you. Um, those places. Right. And so what, what begins to happen is as partners, you've developed a language for understanding and recognizing when your thoughts, your actions, and your beliefs have been, have been infiltrated by these places of fear and the way you can be supportive and be with one another in that is to know those stories and and to be able to say like hey that makes sense hey i'm here hey is there something else we could choose to do um do you feel do you right, feel like you're a little back. do you feel I, like you know you're a I little like stuck you mm-hmm. know right now like or hey i'm feeling a little stuck i need your help can you help me and like get out and this is what out? help looks like right. what would support be we both need support what could that look like and that that way that you're t- you're having a conversation about your your fears but it's it's not just a wallowing in your fear. It's not just a stuckness in your fear. It's actually a, a, a really action-oriented, um, but also emotionally connective experience of really feeling and understanding one another and then being able to work together to say, hey, what can we do about it? Right. We, we, we can do right. something about yes. this. Um, and so I think that that's, that's why it's important to know what the fear is t- to be able to describe it to your partner and then to be able to help support one another in choosing something new. I think it's important to point out it will almost always, I think I could say always, but there's going to be, you know, there's always the one outlier. Come out there. wrong the first time. Um, <laughs> well, no, but, but yes, that too. But the fears activate each other. Yeah. Pa- partners come to us all the time like, yeah, but we, so we know this, but like his fear makes my fear worse. Yes. That is true. Sure. I think um, that's true. So understanding how to work 
work together. Well, understanding that it will be really kind of clunky. It will be, um, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. Somebody's going to say something that does feel really critical or blaming. Somebody's going to respond with a with a little bit of attitude after that. But or shame cycle and get right, very right, quiet, or getting and quiet and withdrawn, whatever. But but again, it's practicing being able to have these conversations in a way that allows you to hear one another and support one another. Well, this is where connection happens. And and yes, and that's what that is what the result of it. Working through the difficulty of this and the clunkiness of it, but finding that place of um again, reflecting on self, describing what it is and then taking action together. Right, because the aim here is not to quiet the fear. We aren't right. going to be able to do you that. Our fears are our fears. <laughs> yes. But being able to feel connected and less alone and less like um, blame, shame, right. accusation in the midst of it. And do you know what happens when you feel more connected and like someone is with you when you're afraid? You aren't as afraid. Absolutely. Think about it. When, with our kids, right? Yeah, think yeah. about it with your kid. You know, it's nighttime. They're laying in bed. They're crying because it's dark. Do you know what helps them is someone going to them, being near them, hugging them, talking to them, just being present. Well, what doesn't help them is, that's silly. Monsters aren't yeah, real. Yeah. What does help them is, I'm here with you. Exactly. And this, so the same thing applies in your, in, your, <laughs> in, your, in your partner relationship. You know, in a sense, this is kind of like the adult version of coming to your partner as they're laying in bed, afraid of the dark, and not saying to them, hey, monsters aren't real, suck it up. But like, well, oh yeah, my, that has actually oh never goodness. worked when you said to me, Aaron, I'm not dying. Yeah. Like, get, it, it, get over it. Like, stop being, that's right. actually never right. once helped me. But, but yet it's coming and saying, oh, I'm here with you. I like, we know the story. I, I feel like I understand what's going on. Tell me, tell me about it. Let, let's, let's hear it again. Okay. What can we do together mm-hmm. to move forward and through this? That That is what brings connection and decreases fear for partners in relationship. If you're looking for more psychologically sound educational content for parenting couples, be sure to follow us at Couples Counseling for Parents and check out our family of online courses at createyourcouplestory.com. That's at Couples Counseling for Parents or createyourcouplestory.com. Today's show was produced by Stephen and Aaron Mitchell. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a rating. This will help others find our content more readily. And as always, we're grateful for you listening. Thanks so much for being with us here today on Couples Counseling for Parents. And remember, working on a healthy couple relationship is good parenting.